2: With Reverend Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application. Here is your host, Reverend Jennifer Hadley.
1: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Ah. I love being with you. I feel your energy. Yes, I do. And we're going to begin with a prayer, as we always do, blessing ourselves. Yes, calling upon our own higher Holy Spirit self to assist us in remembering the truth of our unity. That we are not lost. We are not forgotten. We are the living, loving presence of life that is light. So let us place our hand on our heart and be so grateful and so thankful that we can practice together right now, transcending time and space, opening our hearts, opening our minds to the power and the presence of love to heal us right now. Love is healing us right now, so grateful and so thankful that we can say yes to divine grace, opening our awareness, giving thanks right now, raising our vibration, raising our awareness, our attention by taking this holy breath and stepping into the holy instant, joining together in love. In grace and in gratitude. Taking this holy breath and dedicating ourselves to remembering the truth that sets us free. We seek first the kingdom which is within. It's pre-installed. We're pre-approved and now we're accepting that. We're allowing that. Calling upon all of heaven to assist us. We are worthy We are worthy of our divinity, we're worthy of our healing, we're worthy of our true nature. So we're awakening to pristine awareness, forgetting any of the ways that we've been playing small, finding freedom in our heart, and remembering to choose love. We bless the whole world. We share the benefits of our healing and our expansion, our awakening with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. (sighs) Well, here we go. (laughs) Yeah, I'm totally pumped for this day and our connecting right now in this moment, so grateful to gather together, to be the two or more who are gathered together in the name of the Christ Presence, the Christ Light within us, dedicating ourselves to truly finding the kingdom within, seeking it, finding it, because that's where it's installed. The treasure is within That's what A Course in Miracles teaches us. So we're learning to really lean into our elder brother, Jesus, who is guiding us so sweetly and so carefully in A Course in Miracles, how blessed we are to have this teaching to assist us. That's how I feel. And you know, many times over the years, uh, it hasn't happened to me in a long time, but uh I used to sit with the book and just weep, weep and weep and weep, so grateful to let go of the sadness that I used to feel, thinking that I didn't have a clue. I didn't know how I was ever going to get out of the hell that I had made of my life. I had no clue. I really didn't. But I didn't give up. And that was the topic of my spiritual espresso today. If you'd like to read that, you can find it at jenniferhadley.com on the blog page. I write a daily message, which you can subscribe to. It's totally free for you if you're interested. And... That is, I call it my daily spiritual espresso. It's my daily blog, and I also record a prayer every day. So you can get that by your email, and then you get the click and pray in your email. So there is this suffering that we seem to endure even though it's of our own making. We endure it, like we, instead of transcending it, instead of transmuting it, we, at least I did for the very longest time. Uh, What I remember is that in my teens and in my 20s, I had these fantasy, I'm in my 50s now, in my Teens and in my 20s, I had these fantasies, and that's definitely what they were. They were fantasies. They weren't really aspirations. They were fantasies of my success and uh, career success, money success, romance success. These fantasies of what I could accomplish in the world. And I didn't really know it at the time, but it was about getting some external validation by accomplishing things in the world. And so I thought that that external validation would heal me, that it would fill me up. And so while I was pursuing those fantasies, one thing that happened to me was I discovered New Thought. I discovered Unity, uh, Unity Church in Manhattan, In I started attending services with Eric Butterworth. This was back in the 80s, and it was an interesting thing that happened to me because right around the time that my dreams were coming true, I found New Thought, the teachings of Eric Butterworth and Myrtle and Charles Fillmore, and that whole lineage of New Thought. I started attending those services. I started reading books. I read Out on a Limb by Shirley McLean, which is such a classic. I keep thinking I'm going to go back and read it again <clears throat> because it really inspired me. Time for a sip of my tea. Here we go, my my beautiful rainforest tea. And so I read Out on a Limb, got very inspired by that. Started reading books by Shakti Gawain, got very inspired by her and her teachings. I did some long four-day intensives with her while I was living in Manhattan. And what fortunately happened was... My dreams came true, I began to achieve everything that I wanted in the world, and yet I was still miserable, I was still unhappy. Tam McKeeves and I have talked about this a lot, and that was the good news, was I was quickly learning that accomplishing things in the world of effects is not the answer, it's the inner work. It's exploring the inner kingdom and valuing that, recognizing that more than anything else. That's what brings the healing. And yet, when I began my spiritual studies for a long, long time, it was, I didn't know it for a long, long time. But finally, after many years, I had the realization, oh my goodness, My spiritual pathway, the way I am doing this, it's a purely intellectual approach. I mean, yes, I'm more loving than I've ever been before. Yes, I'm more awake than I've ever been before. These things are true. I'm more patient, more compassionate, more kind, more loving, more generous than I've ever been before. All of that is true, but I knew that I was still missing the mark. And I, I I really knew that I was missing the mark because I could tell that even though I was having this these spiritual ahas, I couldn't hold on to them. I would have some experience in prayer and meditation, maybe in a classroom, maybe at a church service. And I would have some big aha, maybe in ministerial school and practitioner training, all the things that I did. But I didn't, I wasn't able to hold on to a lot of them. Do you ever have that? It just seems to slip right through your fingers, the awareness, the awakening. I had that experience again and again and again. And I thought, why can't I hold on to these awakening moments? They're so precious and so powerful, and yet they seem to slip right through my fingers, right through my awareness, and one of the other things that I noticed all the time was I couldn't be consistently loving. I would bounce back and forth between being judgmental and being unkind, being rude, taking offense. Oh my goodness, I was the queen of taking offense, Righteous, <laughs> righteousness. Ego, ego, ego. I used to take offense at so many things, even taking offense at spiritual teachers and the way they taught. Oh my gosh, I was critical and judgmental of everything and everyone. One of the things that I put out in my daily blog, My Spiritual Espresso Today, which you can read at jenniferhadley.com on the blog page and you can sign up to subscribe to it every day. It's totally free. And it's just a reminder to pray and to do the inner work and to not be satisfied with an intellectual pursuit. But one of the things I share today was uh, I'm a little bit late for the Lenten period, but this year, what about really for 40 days, making a commitment to give up judging, holding opinions and judgments, to give up comparison, comparing yourself to anyone, and to give up complaining, giving up those three intense habits of negativity. Because remember, A Course of Miracles teaches us all thought produces form at some level. So judgment, complaining, comparing can only bring us misery. So why not give it up? You see what I'm saying? This is the work that I find I was so reluctant to do. And so I literally was clinging to the ways that I was playing small. And I had moved into a place of real suffering around it because I knew in the back of my mind, I knew that I was settling. I knew that I was coping with my upsets rather than going for true and lasting healing. I was coping with my unhappiness in my relationships and the unhappiness in my finances, you know, the, the all, I was having the sieve effect in everything. This was something I was talking about in my class, uh, last week called Manifest from the Heart, which you can get the downloads and the video and all of that. If you like, it's still available. And I'll be coming out with a CD for that as well. And, that sieve effect was so active in my life. I could manifest stuff for a little while, but it just went, slipped right through my fingers. Couldn't hold on to a happy relationship, financial abundance, spiritual awakening. Everything just seemed to slip right through me. I was like a walking, talking sieve. I could manifest for a little bit and then it just bleh. One of the other things that I was experiencing that was noticeably evidence that I was playing small in a big way was I was constantly trying to figure out how to be a successful practitioner, a successful minister, and to build a ministry. I was trying to figure out how to get it done, and it seemed so challenging it seemed so challenging. One step forward, one step backward. It seemed so hard. Oh, my goodness, it seemed so hard. Marketing, uh, trying to figure out all the stuff on the Internet, trying to figure out all the different pieces of it were so complicated and so hard for me. Then what happened was I made the decision. To stop focusing on all that stuff in the world and to go inward and really focus on purifying my own heart, my own awareness. Cultivating a pristine awareness. Not valuing any longer the judgments, the opinions, the comparisons, the taking offense. All the ways that I valued my own story about things. In all my relationships, in all my experiences, I stopped giving to get, and everything began to turn around. I started to experience the seek first the kingdom, which is within, and all else being added unto me. And now I have a growing, thriving ministry, and I don't try to figure out how it's going to happen anymore. Yes, there's a lot of work to it. There is a lot of work to it, but instead of managing and coping and settling and fearing, feeling irritated and frustrated and like I'm missing all kinds of pieces it should be different and getting really angry and frustrated that I didn't have the help I needed, that I didn't have the resources I needed, instead I cultivated that pristine awareness, the loving heart. And everything began to be added unto me. And it's so miraculous that I have to teach about it all the time. And what I know is that I have talked to so many people over the last twenty years of my spiritual awakening journey. So many people who are light workers in this world. They are light workers by profession. They are light workers by their avocation. They're teachers. They're healers. They're uh, massage therapists. They're uh practitioners their ministers they're all kinds of people light workers from all over the world who yearn to share their gifts in the most profound ways who yearn to share their gifts and talents in ways that are profoundly inspiring and healing not just for themselves but for anyone who comes in contact with them i have met so many light workers who yearn to make a living doing what they love and what their gifts and talents are, to share those. And yet they feel stuck, they feel stymied. And that is what I'm sharing, how to get unstuck from that misery That's what we're talking about today and that's the focus of my three-week class that begins today. The three-week class is called Stop Playing Small and you can learn all about it at jenniferhadley.com. Uh, we're coming up to a break here, so while we're on the break, you can go to jenniferhadley.com. You can look at Stop Playing Small, and you can also sign up for the Daily Spiritual Espresso on my blog page. How cool is that? I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles. We're living the love. We're walking the talk right here on Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back. Unity Online Radio is bringing the message of unity to tens of thousands of spiritual seekers around the world. If you have been served by this programming, we invite you to support it by visiting www.unity.fm and clicking on Donate Now. Thank you for your support.
0: Affirm the good that flows within you. And stretch to reach your divine potential with daily inspirational messages from
3: Daily Word. My affirmation of faith is I release and I let go. I release my desire to control people or situations. I let go of fear, worry, and doubt. I trust in divine power, which is infinitely capable of establishing right outcomes. I align myself with this power through prayer and meditation. Opening my mind and heart to the wisdom of the universe, I recall the promise, I am with you always to the end of the age. With this assurance, I find the strength to let go of anything holding me back. Letting go and letting God is a choice. It empowers me to move forward with ease and confidence. It provides me peace of mind and the assurance of divine order. As I let go and let God... I open the door to infinite possibilities.
0: Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. A one-year subscription to Daily Word digital magazine with audio is only $9.95. That's less than three cents a day to start your day right, centered and connected to the truth within you. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Rev. Galen McDowell, live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central, for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences, that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio.
2: Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk.
1: So this week we're talking about how to move out of playing small and I was sharing uh my own journey and one of the things that helped me so much is A Course in Miracles. In chapter eighteen, section seven, it's called I Need Do Nothing. <laughs> and this is one of the sections that a lot of people are challenged by. I need do nothing. What? I got Dishes to do, I've got bills to pay, I've got children to raise. Oh my gosh, I, I need to do a lot of things today. Actually, I need to nothing means that it's already been given to you. You have no needs. All your needs are met in God. However, if you're trying to work on your own, separate from God, trying to work your will in the world, you're going to believe that there's a lot for you to do. But when you're truly being the living, loving presence of God... Everything works together for your good in such a profound and beautiful way. It's impossible to even comprehend it from the vantage point of I need to do this and I need to do that. I'm trying to work my will in the world. That's one of the things that I discovered. And it took me quite a while to get that figured out. Quite a while. And this is why you can't shut me up now. Because to me, this is the keys to the kingdom. We don't have to labor in vain. We don't have to labor at all. It seems like we do. The only labor really is to recognize that we have misplaced our investment of our heart. We have come to value that which has no value. And we have forgotten to value that which is valuable so it is the remembrance of love it is remembering that this connection and this extension of love is the only thing that truly matters and when we're in the free flow of love when we're truly in love and inspiration then there is an unprecedented flow of all good That is the spiritual law. We can activate it at any moment that we so choose. Or we can continue to harvest the learning from laboring in vain. But I think it's time to give that up. We have enough collective knowledge about laboring in vain. Not one person's suffering can add to it anymore. So, what I love is... It says here in this I need do nothing section, and uh, it's paragraph four in chapter 18, section seven. It says here, release is given you the instant you desire it. What? Release is given you the instant you desire it. So here we are begging for release, but we're not actually receiving it a lot of the time, right? That must be because in our belief system, what we believe release is, is getting what we want in this world, thinking that that is the answer, but it is not the answer. When we seek first the kingdom and value that which is truly valuable, which often requires us to forgive ourselves, remember Course in Miracles tells us all forgiveness is self-forgiveness. So first, we must forgive ourselves for chasing after false idols, for building our house on sinking sands, for being miserable and asking God to save us when we're already saved. The minute that we value being loving more than being wealthy or being healthy or any other thing, It's just, it's impossible to believe it until we make the mind shift. How do we make the mind shift? Practice, spiritual practice. Now, check this out. Talk about stop playing small. My goodness. It says here, and and I'm still in paragraph four, section seven, chapter 18. Section is called, I need do nothing. It says here, Release has given you the instant you desire it, not s- soon after, the instant. Many have spent a lifetime in preparation and have indeed achieved their instance of success. This course does not attempt to teach more than they learned in time, but it does aim at saving time. This is critical to understand about A Course in Miracles. Course in Miracles is truly designed to help us save time. What does that mean? <clears throat> if we are learning from our mistakes right, what appear to be our mistakes. So we invest in false beliefs. We invest in a false identity. We invest in thinking that we're a body. We invest in thinking that money's going to make us happy happy, or a relationship's going to make us happy or having the perfect body will make us unhappy or happy or whatever it is. When we invest in all of those things, we're not investing in the truth that sets us free. Who's in charge of what we invest in? Who's in charge of what you invest in? I'm in charge of what I invest in, you are in charge of what you invest in. No one can change your mind for you. So if you cling to false beliefs, investments in a false identity, investments in a false idol, then... What better thing than for you to have the experience of suffering? That's the pain that's always pushing you while the vision is always pulling you. You can decide to be pushed by the pain or pulled by the vision, but ultimately we'll all end up at the same place, which is remembering our true identity and The atonement, which is the full realization that the separation never occurred, that it is indeed an illusion. How do we undo the illusion? We value unity. Unity is love. Unification, oneness is love. Love is our true identity. So, this course does not attempt to teach more than they learned in time, but it does aim at saving time. When we align our free will with divine will, To recognize that love is all that there is. God is all that there is. That we are not separate from our brothers and sisters. And we value what is true and what is real. Then all the pain and suffering of valuing what was false falls away. We remember who we are. We remember love and the healing is instantaneous according to our dedication, our willingness, Our sincerity. Now, we can repeat the same mistakes over and over and over again. Lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. And learn in a slow drip method. Oh, tactical error, tactical error, tactical error, tactical error. You can call it sin. Call it mistake. Call it whatever you like. But it's just a tactical error we're trying to get to happiness. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. Think of Thomas Alva Edison inventing the light bulb. I forget, he, he tried thousands of things to find the filament that would work in the light bulb. And I think it was around 2,000 tries that one of his colleagues said to him, Thomas, don't you feel like a failure? You've tried thousands of things. You still can't find the filament for the light bulb. Why don't you give up? And he said, oh, no, I'm not a failure at all. I have successfully eliminated 2,000 things. That's success. That's success on an epic scale. I have eliminated thousands of things. He knew in his heart and mind that he would find the thing that worked. And so he was eliminating the things that didn't. You see, but he also was teaching us not to give up. Now, we've already eliminated so many things knowing that they don't work and that they cause our suffering. But how many of us are still entrenched in repeating the same Mistakes over and over and over again. The same errors over and over and over again. We know that controlling and manipulating our loved ones is not going to lead to intimacy. It's not going to lead to more love, more compassion, more patience, more kindness. Trying to control and manipulate our loved ones is a form of judgment. And it's only going to create more distress, more of a sense of separation, more upset. This is why I'm suggesting to you, as I did in the first segment of the show, to do a 40-day fast from judgments and opinions, comparing yourself to others, and complaining. Just give it a big go for 40 days. Hold yourself accountable. And instead of choosing those things, complaining, judgments, and comparisons... Choose patience, kindness, extend love. See what a difference it makes. Oh, my goodness. And in the next 21 days, you can join me in my Stop Playing Small class. We start today. You will get the audio downloads, you will get the transcripts, and you will get the video of the live stream. So if you're listening to this, uh, right now I'm live, uh, but if you're listening to this later, just remember, you can start right where you are. <laughs> and there's no time and space. It's all perfectly designed for us. So we're trying to, we're not trying, we are saving time through doing our spiritual practice. Saving time repeating the same mistakes and errors over and over and over again. Now I love this. In Paragraph 4 of I Need Do Nothing, Chapter 18, it says, You may be attempting to follow a very long road to the goal you have accepted. The goal is our awakening, valuing love more than anything else. You may be attempting to follow a very long road to the goal you have accepted, It is extremely difficult to reach atonement, which is awakening, by fighting against sin. Do you find yourself doing that? Fighting against sin? Fighting against temptation? Remember, Course in Miracles teaches us that all temptation is of the body. All temptation is an attempt to make the body real. All healing is at the level of the mind. And it's challenging to get this, but once you do, ka-ching, 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 it's worth everything to you. So how many hours and days and weeks and months and years have you labored in vain trying to change things in the world when you could just change your mind about it and have everything line up? for your healing, for your good, for your happiness. Seek first the kingdom which is within and all else will be added unto you. Playing small is trying to work your will in the world and still suffering. And you know it and you don't do anything different. Oh, my goodness. Just feeling the energy of that. It is Extremely difficult to reach atonement by fighting against sin. Enormous effort is expended in the attempt to make holy what is hated and despised. Nor is a lifetime of contemplation and long periods of meditation aimed at detachment from the body necessary. What? So Jesus is telling us here, he's giving us the inside scoop on saving time, waking up, healing the mind, true and lasting peace and happiness does not require long periods of meditation aimed at detachment from the body, right? How many of us have pursued these goals of meditation? They're really ego goals. Do you see that? Being loving, being compassionate, giving up complaining and judgment and comparison. These are the keys. I'm inviting you, 40 days, make a fast of that which is causing your suffering. Be dedicated, be vigilant, be devoted. Instead of pretending that the things of this world can make you happy, recognize they never have for more than a moment. Lasting peace, lasting happiness, that's what we're going for. Check this out. It says, all such attempts will ultimately succeed because of their purpose. So ultimately, you can do that slow drip method of learning and awakening. Ultimately, you'll get there. It may take you eons, thousands of years, but you'll get there. Why why go that way the slope drip method. Let's get some espresso happening. That's why I call my daily uh spiritual messages that I send my daily blog of writing spiritual espresso. That's the point of it. We're waking up and it's not painful to wake up quickly. It's actually it's, it's a it's a liberation it's a joy uh you know i offer a year-long class and people are still joining it you can still get in it's called masterful living and people are waking up in that class they're going oh my god i've been the one who's causing all my suffering and i was blaming it on other people oh my god i can actually do this they're doing the practices i give them in class and The Stop Playing Small, the three weeks that begin today, is part of that Masterful Living class. So you can get a taste of Masterful Living in Stop Playing Small if you're interested. All such attempts will ultimately succeed because of their purpose. Yet the means are tedious and very time-consuming. For all of them look to the future for release from a state of present unworthiness and inadequacy holy smoke this is huge you know people read this and they read right over it they don't even hear what he's saying because they're not willing to simply be loving patient kind to give up the judgments the opinions the complaining and the comparison do yourself a favor don't delay Begin today. You can do this. It is shifting your mind. And that's what I'm here to help support you in doing it because I'm doing it too. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles. We're right here on Unity Online Radio. We're living the love. We're walking the talk. We're getting her done. And we'll be right back.
4: Your soul wants five things. Your soul will thank you.
0: Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life?
1: So we're talking about saving time, saving time in suffering, and instead choosing to wake up now, smell the spiritual coffee, or the spiritual espresso, as I say. And we're looking at this section in chapter 18, section 7, I Need Do Nothing, where Jesus is telling us, giving us some real clues on how to save time in our suffering. And I'm also sharing with you the I have this class starting tonight called Stop Playing Small. It's a three-week class. And you get the videos, the audios, the downloads, the transcripts, and everything that goes with it. And this is one of my all-time favorite classes. It's really designed for light workers and people who would like to make their living as a light worker. And it says here in this I knew do nothing section. All that uh, it's telling us that uh, the old ways of meditating and trying to detach are not necessary. Um, that the, the fastest way to save time is to extend love. It says. You can go the slow drip method. You will get there eventually if you have a slow drip spiritual practice. But you can wake up much faster. And that's what the teaching of A Course in Miracles is. Oh, when you really apply it sincerely. Sincerity is the key. This is not an intellectual practice. So there is... Um, well, what c- kind of feels tricky to me is Course of Miracles can seem so intellectual, but it's not, it's not, it's not. It's a heart practice. You have to live it in your heart or it means nothing. I know that people have told me over and over again, oh my God, Jennifer, I have been studying Course of Miracles for 30 years, for 20, 15, 18. 10, 12 years, I've gotten so many emails, I've had so many people tell me, I was studying this for so long, I never got this understanding of how to actually live it. They were up in their heads with it. Interestingly, I came to A Course in Miracles when I was ready to truly live it in my heart. That's when I found this teaching. And that's what I experienced was it spoke directly to my heart. I was tired of the intellectual spiritual approach. I was tired of seeking but not finding. Instead of being a spiritual seeker, I wanted to be a spiritual finder. And that's what I got from A Course of Miracles, was affirmation that what I was being guided to do through my own guides and my own intuition and inspiration, that this was the correct path, because all the things that I was being led and inspired to do were in A Course of Miracles. So it came to me as a validation of my own insight, and this is why I'm sharing it with you, because... I would bet dollars to donuts you're getting these same insights every single day, but if you're not feeling the incredible awakening happening in your heart and mind, you're pushing those insights away. People tell me all the time that they think they don't feel or perceive or hear their intuition, not true. That's what I learned. I was getting these messages all the time, but I was not willing to listen to them and hear them. So it felt like I wasn't getting them, but I was. I was just denying them. I was not interested. Now I'm truly interested. So if you find yourself complaining, comparing, and judging, declare for yourself I am not interested in that anymore. That is the path to hell. I've already been there. I'm not interested in that anymore. I am interested in appreciation, gratitude, blessing, love, compassion, patience, kindness, generosity, extending harmoniously. This is what I'm interested in. I am not interested in judging, complaining, comparing anymore. 40 days. Give it 40 days. For 40 days, give up trying to manage, control, and manipulate your loved ones. If you love them, love them. Managing, controlling, and manipulating them because you think what you know what's best for them is not helpful. That's why it causes your suffering. You can stop playing small at any moment that you choose. If you like my support with it, join our class. 21 days, stop playing small. This will assist you in truly getting through that 40-day period to transform your own heart and mind, which will transform your life. It works every time. So it says here, That the slow drip method of most spiritual teachings will ultimately succeed because of their purpose. Their purpose is to remember the truth. Yet the means are tedious and very time-consuming. For all of them look to the future for release from a state of present unworthiness and inadequacy. What A Course in Miracles is saying, claim it now. Don't look to slowly undo it and claim it in the future. Do it now. Time is an illusion. It says here, your way will be different, not in purpose, but in means. The means to get there. Remember, Course in Miracles tells us you don't actually value the purpose if you deny the means to get there. So the purpose of our life is to love to join together, to remember our divinity and to recognize the atonement which is the full realization that the separation never occurred. Your way will be different in not in purpose but in means. The means is the undoing. A holy relationship is a means of saving time. One instant spent together with your brother restores the universe to both of you. You are prepared. You're prepared. Don't think you don't have what it takes. You are prepared. Now you need but to remember you need do nothing. What? You need do nothing. I love that. And it's true. And when you're willing to actually live that way, then you will begin to believe it's true. It would be far more profitable now merely to concentrate on this. Then to consider what you should do, right? How much time do you spend trying to figure out what you should do? You're only trying to figure out what you should do because you're not actually willing to listen to what spirit is guiding you to. You need do nothing. Be still and listen. And not in that meditative trying to clear your mind and uh, aimed at detachment from the, the body. It's not necessary to do that kind of meditation. Simply value the voice of love. You hear it all the time. Don't say that. Don't do that. Stop trying to control and manipulate. Stop judging. Be patient. You hear that voice all day long. Do you follow it? If you do, I know you're having incredible success. So you can stop playing small. You certainly don't need my help, but our class begins tonight. Three weeks, 21 days to stop playing small, to get a leg up, to get a real clue. It says here, and I love this so much, Here is the ultimate release which everyone will one day find in his own way at his own time. You are not making use of the Course if you insist on using means which have served others well, neglecting what was made for you. Save time for me by only this one preparation and practice doing nothing else. I need do nothing is a statement of allegiance, a truly undivided loyalty. Believe it for just one instant. And you will accomplish more than is given to a century of contemplation or of struggle against temptation. What? Believe it for one instant. instant. And you will accomplish more than is given to a century of contemplation or of struggle against temptation. To do Anything involves the body. If you think you need to do anything, then you're engaging in identification with the body. Hello. This, when you're willing to get this, you will get it because it's already in you. It's already the truth that sets you free. To do anything involves the body. I need do nothing. And if you recognize you need do nothing... You have withdrawn the body's value from your mind. Here is the quick and open door through which you slip past centuries of effort and escape from time. This is the way in which sin loses all attraction right now. For here is time denied and past and future gone. Who needs do nothing has no need for time. Wow. Wow. It's incredibly simple. All we have to do is be willing. Remember that? My little willingness is all that's required. So let's place on our, our hand on our heart. It's time for our closing blessing. Whew. We're waking up together, aren't we? I love it. So we place our hand on our heart to remember that we're not just paying lip service to this teaching. We're paying heart service. We're investing our heart. We're becoming wholehearted for love. Yes, we take this holy breath and we partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and we say, I'm willing to understand I need do nothing. I'm willing to accept the atonement for myself. I'm willing to extend love in grace and gratitude. I share the benefits with everyone because I'm one with them. We let it be. We allow it to be. And so it is. Amen. 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 I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles. I'll be back here next week. Don't forget, there's a whole lot of audio in the archive at iTunes. Search for Jennifer Hadley at iTunes. If you find anything you like, it's all free. Please write a review. I love you. Thank you. Have a beautiful week.
0: Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Are you ready for the next steps on your spiritual path? If you are, you won't want to miss the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien from the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California. Essential insights and practices from the ancient yoga science of self-realization show us how to live healthier, happier, more balanced lives. The benefits of spiritually conscious living start now.